<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the I Don't Get It podcast. I Don't Get It podcast this is ashley i here with my sister lauren say hey lauren hello lauren oh my gosh okay (laughs) today we are going to talk about the falsity that is the cool girl and how this perception of this fake cool girl has kind of ruined all of our lives Mm -hmm. amen this fake cool girl has ruined our lives in many ways she just goes yeah, you can totally go out with me one time, maybe have sex with me, and not call me back. And I really don't care. Like, it really doesn't matter to me because I'm an independent woman. But guess what? She's pacing back and forth, wondering why he's not calling her back, but she won't let him see it. So he thinks that he can do that. If she doesn't say, it's not okay. It's not just that. The cool girl makes it seem like everything is really casual and that's our whole problem in our society is that guys have started to believe this and they Mm -hmm. legit think they can be as casual as possible and we don't really care but we care very very much i don't know how politically correct we want to be on this never we never want to be politically correct well i mean the whole feminist oh we're gonna go there we are gonna go there i wanted to go there too okay but i don't want you guys to freak out because we're not saying the feminist movement movement is bad or not correct or bad for women at all we're just saying that the fact that you're showing that you are independent woman and don't need no man isn't always true (laughs) okay you do probably want a man let's let's talk about the feminist movement in the way that it was really intended at least in in my opinion was for equal rights government work-wise you know what i mean like work government you know all that stuff we want to get paid we want to have all those opportunities you know you should still be able to work and have an awesome career and have a family totally into all that i am you know, I'm reading Megan Kelly's book right now, and I'm just feeling all the feels because she has so greatly accomplished all of the things she wanted to. And she still puts her family and her husband and everyone before. But sometimes men misconstrue. They misconstrue this. When you say that you want to be equal, equal, they go, oh, so then they want to be like sexually equal. So like they can like bang it out and then they don't have any feelings. Yeah. And just a very casual equal. We're doing this purely for sexual 
reasons. If you are saying you're doing it for just sexual reasons, I only believe you a little bit because then you must really not like the guy. True. Um, you, your brain is designed for connection in that moment. You have those chemicals, whatever they're called. What are they called? Pheromones? No, that's what draws you in. Serotonin? Is it serotonin? Endorphins? And, you know, all those chemicals that are released make you want to bond with that person. So guys don't have that. And I'm sure most of you know this. This is really basic. But it's scientifically harder for us to just have some casual sex and then not give a crap about the person the next day. Which is why the cool girl doesn't exist, because you feel bonded to him. Biologically, the the cool cool girl girl can't exist. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So back in the day, you know, let's call it the 70s when all that's happening. 60s, 60s, 70s. I guess they just decided... We can have sex and then not feel anything. Well, birth control really spawned this feminist movement. But do you movement. think that they back then, I don't think guys took advantage of that the way they do today. <clears throat> don't you agree? Like guys today, they really feel like they are totally okay with going on a date, not texting the girl, going and hooking up with her, just thinking it's a hookup thing. This whole like hookup nature never started. Hasn't I don't I think, think it's, I think it's, it's very modern. I think it's modern. And I I'm think it's the past do the decade or so. Dating app theory. It was before the date. I think it's before the dating app. I don't know. Really? Really? I think it's a actual like, past five year situation. So guys think that they have all these options out there, so they can just you know have a a one night two night thing. And then go ahead and go on to the next best option, which is the the fact that they have always possibly a next best option because of these dating apps, which make getting dates super easy and then forgetting about them pretty super easy. Yeah. And in the, a, a girl, it's hard to impress a girl because like, like I love the, um, Adriana, I love the Adriana Lima quote where a guy would fuck a McChicken if he could, you know, like it's almost like today they actually do not care about quality. They really care about quantity. Yeah, because it feeds their ego. It feeds their ego. So we have this thing that we like to call the emotional revolution. And part of the emotional revolution has to do with realizing how social media can affect your brain and especially your ego. Mm-hmm. So the more likes you get, the more comments you get, the more your ego's fed, the more you need to do that to keep that happy hormone in your brain mm-hmm. alive. That's why people just swipe and swipe and swipe. And the more matches they get, the more endorphins are released. And that, that's, and then it becomes a drug just like any other, any other drug. So it becomes more about feeding the ego than it is like feeding the heart. 
which is really about forming a genuine human connection with yeah, someone. being vulnerable with someone and tell them exactly <clears throat> how you're feeling. Like, if they don't call you back, tell them that hurt you, and then they'll be like, oh, shit, I hurt someone. Like, and wow, then each I of you will benefit from that. Even if, like, the guy doesn't talk to you again because, like, oh, she's psycho, he learned something, and you let someone feel what you were feeling. We need to go back to this cool girl thing because we haven't really exhausted it yet. Lauren just brought up the point where it's, oh my gosh, we have feelings. We've made guys, by having this cool girl facade, think that we don't have feelings and that it's okay, we're not going to text you, we're not going to let you know how your move or your lack of attention made us feel. (laughs) And we are now shunned in our society, or at least guys think it to be a negative thing. If we were to say something like, hey, that hurt me, or hey, that move was a dick move, (laughs) and that's not fair, we should be able to say exactly how he left us making us feel. We shouldn't be looked down upon for saying things that made us feel bad, made us feel good. We should just be able to express ourselves freely without thinking like oh god this girl is crazy apparently guys these days think that if if we show feelings we are psycho guess what they have feelings too they do i don't know where they're buried they're deep down in there deep down but they will come out one day those underground feelings what makes a life a good one Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. So don't pretend to be a cool girl. You're you're not. You, I mean, you're probably not. There might be one percent of you that really have very little feelings, and they don't really care if they're touched and never talked to. And if you want to form, if you want a serious relationship, you're gonna have to say those things anyway, and you're gonna have a deeper, more meaningful relationship if you just tell them how you're feeling. This brings at any us, moment. yeah. This brings us to a great moment. So my experience on the bachelor is actually such an old school experience which is why you see us getting so emotional we're not being crazy okay corinne is being crazy but the majority of us are just (laughs) feeling and feeling is a great thing so on the bachelor we don't have tv we don't have internet we don't even have books and magazines or at least we're really not supposed to but we keep some of that in our suitcases we don't have um, I said TV, internet, no phones, music. and no music. So the only thing we have is eating, which we do a lot of, and <laughs> communicating with each other, which is why we make the tightest friendships. That's why you see us hanging out together all the time, because these people really know your soul, and you're not embarrassed to be completely yourself with them, because you basically are forced to in that kind of environment. So we are... So when it comes to romantic relations, relationships... We open up quicker because we're always going to see the person. If we're going to break up with them, we have to do it in person. If we don't like them, we kind of have to tell them. Mm -hmm. And you just, you can't fake anything. 
Um, you can't distract yourself by looking at your phone when someone says something awkward. You can't. Right. You can't get away with texts and being an easy way to ghost someone mm-hmm. out. It's like, no, you have to be straightforward. And because there are no distractions, like you're not going to go see a movie and you're not going to go entertain yourself by basically anything other than just interacting with each other. You form tighter, closer relationships way quicker and then you're forced to talk about your feelings. But after you're forced to talk about your feelings, you want to talk about them. And then you just end up just being like, blah, like you're just, you're just, you're crying like me all the time and you're freaking out. You're just being super honest with yourself and the person that you're with. And that would probably bring us to the way people treated you on social media. Well, in yes. response to your tears, which are apparently insane to cry. It's, I mean, I know that I'm a crier when it comes to certain situations. Lauren knows that there's been time in my life, there's been times in my life where I could cry almost every day, but, (laughs) but that is not my time in my life right now, nor was it during really the bachelor, you know, or paradise. It's just, well, given a certain situation when there is so much sensitivity involved, I get very tearful. But what is the freaking problem with that? Yeah, a cool girl shouldn't be crying, but I'm not a cool girl. And neither are either, neither neither are any you. of those girls on the show, <laughs> you know? But I just, ex- you know, I express myself. And I do not understand why I was so shunned for having deep feelings. It had nothing to do with being dramatic. Those are all real tears, except for, like, maybe once. <laughs> Uh, well, Ashley, do you have any... Wait, let's talk about what we deserve. We deserve to have a human, a deep human interaction, number one. And two, if that isn't going well, we deserve to hear the person out and not be ghosted. So I think ghosting is something that fuckboys do and also cool girls probably think is fine. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not, not okay. okay. It's not okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, let me tell you this experience I had once on vacation. We keep, we're both going to do our vacation yeah, stories. Yeah, we're both doing our vacation <laughs> stories. Jeez. It's where we find quality men. Um, real, real quality men. <laughs> wink, wink. So, I, um, def- I like had this little whirlwind romance with this guy, and he was awesome. And we were talking about flying to each other and FaceTiming each other the second we got off the ship. And I get I get off and I text him and no response, never to hear from him again. And I find out he has a girlfriend because his Facebook profile is with a girl. And he blocked me on Facebook. He blocked me on Facebook so other people had to look at his Facebook for me. <clears throat> Apparently, the second he got service from getting off the ship, he blocked me. And it's, like, so crazy. It's, like, we were practically professing our love to each other the <laughs> night before. And, like, he was picking me up all over the cruise ship. It was, like, it wasn't even, like, hook up and grossy. It was just, like, super romantic. <clears throat> and oh, yeah. So ghosting is not an okay thing. And anybody who thinks it is is really ridiculous. Honestly, is, is it really easier... Every single person out there, I'm sure, would rather be told to their face that they don't feel it anymore than never hear from them again. Because then you do not know what went wrong, and you'll think about it till the end of time. Okay, so Lauren has a perpetual fear. This is actually like a real problem in Lauren's like, life. Like I need, like I need constant therapy because of this one relationship that ended. You know what? It's not just one relationship. 
Um, it's actually a couple. A couple. And I do want to talk about this for a second because I want to, I want to introduction, I want to intro Lauren's <laughs> problem here. It's a serious problem because if she is talking to a guy or she's in the early stages of dating a guy, if he's not texting her or answering her calls and he goes like an hour or two without contacting her, she thinks it's done because of these experiences in her past. And you should see the pictures of her in the tub just sobbing. <laughs> Um, yes, I get very, very anxious because I, yet again, I, these are not good examples, I don't think, because these are cruise boys, but I met this guy on a cruise, it was great, it was romantic, different than Ashley, he texted me after, Mm -hmm. um, we would Skype every night for like six months, he came to visit me in New York, it was like, great, it was great. And he was from another country, so he didn't have texting, but we would BBM back in the BlackBerry days. It was also like 2009. And um, Skype, BBM, Facebook, whatever, all of it but texting. So um, I wake up one morning, and I can't find him on BBM. I can't find him on Facebook. I can't find him anywhere. I can't call him because he has a foreign phone. And he just never says anything for a year. Doesn't say anything for a year. I couldn't... It was the most devastating thing. she had booked a flight for him. She booked a flight for him. I'm going to say that. And he just decided not to get on it. Yeah, I was like, in three days he'll be here. And then he got... I don't know. Years later, he contacts me and he's like, um... I had a girlfriend, and uh, the entire time I had a girlfriend. And I didn't know what to and do. And I didn't know what to do, so I uh, <laughs> I uh, just didn't say anything. And I was like, hey, you've just scarred me for life. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And then another boyfriend. Another boyfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Her other boyfriend. Who was my boyfriend. Like, this was exclusive. And he lived by me. Like, he lived by me. He got home from college texted me like oh like i'm here i'm like great we see each other one time great and then i'm texting him and three days go by he doesn't answer any of my phone calls he doesn't text me back this is my boyfriend who's not who's not dumping me he's just ignoring me so i drive to his house i bang on his door and he opens the door and the his phone is in his in his fucking hand i'm like you are holding your phone and you were just leaving me hanging. He goes, oh, I didn't know if I wanted to keep dating or not, so I just didn't text you. Oh, my God. But also, this guy was such a piece of shit, and Lauren was so above him that I can't even I can't even fathom him saying, I'm not sure if I wanted to yeah. keep dating. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. He was cheating on her with the next old neighbor. The next old neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was the biggest piece of shit. Can we just talk about him for a second? Yeah. He used to, like, basically come in our own house, like, circle, like, you know, winging his own dick around. He was very, very proud of the size of his penis. <laughs> and Lauren sent a picture 
of his very large dick to <laughs> one of my friends in grad school. And I had my friends she in grad for school. It. She asked for it. She wanted to see how big it was in comparison to like, her boyfriend or something. So I was like, oh, here. Okay. So it ends up going around my grad school class. And all the girls are coming up to me and being like, your sister's boyfriend's dick is so big. And I was like, oh, my God. You don't even know <laughs> the horrible man it belongs to. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Very, very, very bad. So then... So that's two ghosting experiences and one from a boyfriend, which is terrifying. Actually, you didn't share your most traumatizing ghosting moment. And that's the guy that Lauren left Bachelor in Paradise for about Ah, six weeks. Six weeks after she left Paradise and made the biggest mistake of her life. I left Paradise, left Paradise. He told me he broke up with his girlfriend while I was gone. Okay, so I thought he was single. We were great. Um, we went on vacation together and then, um, one of my friends was curious cause she was just looking out for me and she looked at his girlfriend's Facebook profile, which I couldn't see cause she was like closer and mutual friends and her profile picture was with him. So I texted him. I said, I know you're still with Blake. We also found Getty image pictures of them together during the span of time that he says he wasn't together mm-hmm. with her. And Lauren, because of the place that this picture was taken at, she knew that he was, he te- was texting Lauren. He texted while me while he was next to his girlfriend. Things like. Saying things like. I wish you were with me right now. All I want to do is be with you. I wish you were here to share this with me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you are literally the most fucking sociopath. Like, I can't, fuck boy I've ever, ever imagined. Like, I cannot believe you're thinking of someone else. We should probably else. clarify this story for people who aren't as familiar. Um, Lauren was dating a guy. Um, first, Lauren, Lauren, tell the story about how, you know, the first couple months you were actually dating him and all and all that background. Just a little bit. Because like when I first met him? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I met him and I was like, meh, I don't know about this one. And then he got persisting to take me on a date. And then I finally went on the date and I was like the most grand love feeling I've ever had in my life. And I was like, wow, this is it. And I remember closing the door when he left and just giggling with Ashley and just being like, eh, I found him. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, we have like a good month of like greatness. And then don't, I felt the text link like slower and slower and slower less and less and less and then nothing so crazy that was really the first ghosting experience with him very very crazy yes okay so, continue so then a year nine no, no no four months four months go by it was on valentine's day valentine's day valentine's day he texts the day me after valentine's he day. goes hi <laughs> hi and i'm like oh my god oh my god and then i text him hi whatever we hang out and he goes, just so you know, I have a girlfriend. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so then we hang out twice. We don't do anything. We're like are flirtatiously like holding hands on the couch or whatever. And then, you know, he was like, I can't do it. And then he was like, fuck it. And I was like, okay. I was terrible. It was bad. So anyway, Lauren gave in to him. I gave in to him for a year and a half. A year and a half. She dated a guy who had another girlfriend. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. 
It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Um, now, the thing is this, you guys. I, want, I have an ethical, an ethical question for all of you. This man is still with his girlfriend. They've been together for three, over three years three now. Goddamn three years. Years. And he cheated on Lauren for the majority of that time. He cheated with Lauren the majority of that time. I would say at his age, upper 20s, three years together, I'm thinking that an engagement might be coming soon. Mm-hmm. Do we tell this girl? Do we reach out to her and tell her that her boyfriend's a cheater? Or do we just keep let, our own business and just let her have a life with a cheater? I feel like I would, from an outsider perspective, I would say tell her. But me personally, I know I probably would never would. You never would tell her. But my my thing is, would you want to know or would you not want to know? Would you want to hear from you or not? Because I can honestly say that when I heard the news, if I were broken this news, I would want to kill myself for at least a month. But then, as time went on, I would be thankful for you telling me this, so I didn't have a life with this kind of person. Yeah, because it's not going to stop. He's not going to stop. I'm sure he's cheated on with other girls. He's yeah. cheated with other girls. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, anyway, so I called him out. So like, we, we after- actually want to know your feedback on that. So if yeah, you please. want, email me at e and s media creations dot com. I mean, at gmail dot com, because you know this is a real thing and this is a real girl's life. Um. So anyway, when I fi- when I get back from paradise and I find out that he's actually still with the girlfriend after lying to me for like what two months, I text him. I said, "I know you're still with blank. Um, what do you have to say for yourself?" Essentially, and Lauren dropped her name I dropped for the her first name time because he thought I had no idea what her name was and uh, and what she looked like or anything. I'm like, I know everything. Come I'm on, a goddamn we look at girl. Yeah, we look at your phone. Yeah. We see whose name's popping up. And guess what? He didn't have like the. You got a message from blah, blah, blah. It said, it read the, the text. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like I message, you know? It said her name. Yeah, I was like, I and love what you, she I miss said. you, where are like, you? I miss you, where are you? Why aren't you answering? I'm like, oh my God. I didn't read the text, so Ashley would read it well. Yeah. He wasn't looking. Um. Anyways, he doesn't respond to that text I sent him for three days. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, well, I got cut, so I'm just not going to say anything. So do you know what I have to do? Three days later, Lauren's on her deathbed, you know, and I text him. I go, hey, uh, if you could just have some respect and please contact Lauren, it'd be much appreciated. Thank you. And And then two seconds later, he goes, hi. It's like a recurring thing. Hi. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. I texted him. Wow. And then we talked and. I, like, forgave him for a week, and then I called him back, and I was like, I cannot do this, and yeah, that was it. That was it, and that's why she loved Paradise. All right, the bottom line is it's a sad world that we live in because we can't show our emotions in a relationship for a while because if we do... We're considered... They're like, I'll just find another girl who really has none. But really, they're just lying to themselves. They're just going to find another one that has emotions. Exactly. So, guys, just please remember, we 
We just like you. We just like you. We we're not going to kill you. you. We just like you. We just want to love we you. We just want to text in the morning and at night. And That's we just want to snuggle with you on the couch. You know? That's literally all. And like maybe like go to eat with you because we just like food. Yeah. Okay. So I also just want to talk about how simple we are. This is what we want. We want texts. We want snuggles <laughs> and we like to eat with you that's there's, literally all i ever want there's nothing scary about us liking you <laughs> we're we're much more simple than you think i don't need to go shopping with me and hold my bags i don't want you to like come like hang out with all of my girlfriends and listen to us talk like la, la, la. like i just want to hang out with you like three two to three times a week in a cuddle situation mm-hmm there you go. There you so go. don't be scared of our feelings. We just like you. Signing off, this is Ashley I. This is Lauren I. And we will see you again next week on the I Don't Get It podcast. I Don't Get It podcast. See you then. Bye. Bye.